Hi, welcome to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Parks. And today I'm so excited to answer your burning questions. Now guys, I have seven questions that have been asked that I want to address right here with all of you. So if you're ready, I'm ready, let's dig in. Life is too short, trying to run a business and balance what you love. I'm your host, Brittany Parks, a former corporate marketing drone and certified life coach turned mompreneur who got fed up with the mom guilt that comes from trying to have the perfect work-life balance. Why can't we have a fit life and a fit business? I'm here to make it easier to be your own boss and enjoy your life. Tune in every Thursday for new episodes. We're going all in with interviews with industry leaders, entrepreneurs, risk takers, coaches, and side hustlers, along with solo episodes with yours truly to provide actionable tools, tactics, processes, and even case studies so you can discover how to create, maintain, and or grow a total fit lifestyle you deserve. You're listening to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast. Okay, so number one, I was asked, how can I stay motivated? Now I have eight tips for you. Ask yourself, should you be motivated? Is this something that you really want to do? Whatever it is, there's so many things that we are doing that we really don't wanna do and we're pushing and shoving ourselves into that space. And so we have to ask ourselves, whatever it is that we're doing, should we be motivated to do it? And once we go on from there and say, yeah, I should be motivated to do this. I am motivated to do whatever it is. Then that's when maybe self-discipline comes into play. In a previous show, I really discuss the benefits of self-discipline because self-discipline takes things beyond motivation. So when you really don't feel like it, that's when self-discipline kicks in and say, hey, I'm a runner or I wanna be a runner or something like that. And I really don't wanna run. I don't wanna get out there. I don't wanna do things. So self-discipline says, hey, you're gonna do this regardless. So you take that first step. You put on those shoes and you step outside. Let things happen from there. You motivate yourself by the actions that you take. Another way that you can get motivation is through a mentor or coach or a friend. Sometimes we actually need an accountability partner, somebody to kick us a little bit, drag us or hold our hands, whatever it is that it takes. Sometimes we need that extra little kick in order to get us where we need to go. So the other thing is focusing on the steps, not the tower or the people. See, here's the thing. We look at these goals and we set them these grandiose goals or we have these wonderful goals. I want to do this. I want to do that, which they're all wonderful and great. And I want everybody to have goals. But the problem is we stare at those goals and we make those goals impossible because we're staring at the goals versus staring at the steps. We need to just take one step at a time. This is when you trust the process and not so much looking at the goal. Trust the process. You envision where you want to go, but that's it. You just look down instead of, okay, I'm going to look up and keep my head. No, this is a time that you need to look down at each step that you take. Okay, so what's next? All right, now what's next? Get that accomplished. Every time you take a step and you accomplish one thing, that gives you momentum, that helps with your motivation, that helps build your self-discipline because you're doing things that you didn't really want to do, but you're getting them done. So that helps you go further and further than you ever thought that you would go. The next thing 
is visualizing where you want to be. Because a lot of times we stress about those steps and, oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Let me tell you guys, this is something that I do quite often when I have a day that I know I am not going to enjoy, that I'm not going to like, because there's things that's in it that maybe it's a dentist appointment, or maybe it's something major that I've got to get done that I'm not looking forward to. What I look forward to is the end of the day. I look forward to, I envision myself back in my bed that evening, or I envision myself in a comfortable spot. But typically for me, if it's something that I know I'm coming back home later on that day, or I'm going to be home, I envision myself laying in my bed and saying, I'm glad that's over. I'm glad that's done. That's behind me. I envision myself ahead of myself. So even though, yes, I just said, just stay looking at the steps, just stay the steps. But sometimes you have to look a little bit ahead in order for you to look back. You look ahead to say, whew, okay, I could do this. And you put yourself in the matrix and you tell yourself you could do it as if you've already done it. Actually, I'm glad that's over. I envision myself doing whatever it is and said, okay, that's over. And it just takes literally a couple of seconds. And I do that every single day that I do something that I know that I'm going to dread doing it. I just think while I'm moving around, I'm doing other things. And I just think, oh, I'm going to be glad when that's over. And that's it. The other thing is be competitive to your intentions. Be yourself. So many of us are so full of competition and we love to play games or sports or watch them or do whatever it is. Or sometimes it's even being in competition with our friends. And that's the other thing too. When we go back to focusing on our steps or the people or the the tower, it's not focusing on the people. It's making sure that we're not focusing on the people around us that can distract us. We're only focusing on people who can hold us accountable and people who can pull us along. But there's so many different things like social media and all those different things that can get us distracted and really take away every bit of motivation you had. Have you ever thought, hey, I'm really doing well today. I've really accomplished some things or I am so proud of myself. And then you turn on social media and that your neighbor has done 12 times what you've already done and they have a smile on their face and everything is already completed or that one of your friends are going, they're going on another trip or they're doing this or they're doing that and you lose motivation for what you're doing. That's in personal life and in business. So many people look at that shiny nickel and try and envision themselves over in somebody else's yard. But to tell you the truth, believe me, If you stay focused and stay focused on the step in front of you, if you stay focused on the step in front of you and trust the process, you will look back and be so happy for what you have accomplished. Okay, so the next thing to help keep yourself motivated is putting things that's motivating in you. Things like reading books that tell stories from other people, having friends and people around you that motivate you, like podcast or like this podcast, (laughs) or YouTube videos that motivate you, not just watching junk or trash TV and and no offense to like the relaxation TV. But the thing is that we feed ourselves with so much negativity. But if we can find 
places and spots that we're constantly feeding ourselves with good content, with good information that when we start feeling lack of motivation, we can pull into somebody else's story or we can relate to something else that we saw and how did they overcome? How did they get out of that rut? And that can help push you whenever you feel like, okay, I'm just not motivated. The other thing to help keep you motivated when you have no motivation is to take breaks. And I'm not just talking about a break that day. Sometimes you need to take a break from what you're doing in life. Sometimes you need to step away from it for a couple of days or a couple of weeks so you can step, so you can come back rejuvenated and you can come back renewed with new vibrant energy that says, okay, now I've done, I've taken a break. Now I can come back with a new vision and a new view. It's been said that if you're doing something and you are burning yourself out, you have to take a break. There's no choice but to take a break because otherwise you're going to keep going and you will be so stressed out. There will be no purpose or there's no joy in moving forward. Motivation wouldn't even be your biggest downfall you would totally be burned out. So I say, guys, make sure that you take breaks from time to time, be it that it's from social media or be it it's from your business or be it if it's that you're just doing a detox from some people in your life and just make sure that you're taking those breaks. Okay, on to number two, why should you reflect on your day? Okay, so this is great. So you should reflect on your day because it helps you stay on course with what you set for yourself. So whatever goals or vision or dream that you have for yourself, when you reflect, it helps you, it helps set you on that course because you know that you, what you've done toward that goal. It also helps you learn from the painful lessons that you've experienced or the mistakes. Like I always say, guys, there's no mistakes in life, only painful lessons. So it helps you learn from those mistakes or those painful lessons when you reflect. It also gives you a better view. It gives you a stronger perspective. So instead of looking at things just from your POV or your point of view right now, from where you stand in the problem, in the, or maybe it's something great, but you can see something even better if you step aside and you look at it in, in your rear view mirror, the, re, the perspective of things can be so much greater and you can get so much more from your reflection. Also, it helps you to become more grateful for things. It helps you to become more grateful for things that you might have forgotten. When you have daily reflection, there's little things that happen throughout our day and you forget half of them by the end of the day. But if you can take the time and just remember some of the things that you've reflected upon that happened through the course of your day, you'd be so much more grateful than not reflecting on your day. Okay, guys. And the third question, what are the best habits to have? Okay, so there's so many habits to have and it really depends on you. But overall, I'm going to say one of the best habits to have is drinking water. This is something I struggle with too. So if you struggle with drinking water or drinking enough water like I do, It's so important. It's so important to everything, to your brain health, to your joint health, to your mental health, to your energy and your vitality. Really, if you don't have enough water, you're like operating 
is so much lower than what you could operate at. If you're not doing anything else, just drinking water, drinking more water and enough water could really make a dramatic change to your results, to your productivity, to your skin, to your health, to every single aspect of your life. So I definitely say drinking water. This is in no particular order, but I also would say moving, actually moving your body, exercising, stretching, whatever it is, you're actually moving, walking, get some air, go outside, get to moving. That makes a huge difference than being sedative and staying in one place or laying in the bed or sitting in a computer, move your body. So that's the other habit that I would say that's great. Another habit that I would say that is so important is writing out your goals, your desires, and what you're grateful for, and the action steps. And I know that might sound like a lot, but you guys know that I have the free one day at a time download. It's your daily planner, and it includes everything that I just mentioned, including so much more, and it only takes 20 minutes out of your day. Guys, you must write out your goals write out your desires, what you're grateful for, those action steps, because they're so important. I can tell you when I don't do that, because, hey, I think I know it. Hey, I I do this. I know it. When I don't do that, my productivity, my happiness, my success all suffers. I stay up later. I'm more stressed. I don't sleep as well. And I gain weight. It's all a simple thing to do. Just keeping up with your goals can help make you, it's all a super simple thing to do. Please guys, go to totalfitbosschick.com backslash one day at a time and get your template. It's totally free. Only takes 20 minutes a day. And the beauty of it all is that it helps ordinary people do extraordinary things. And I know it because if I don't do it, I suffer and so does the rest of my family. But anyway, guys, Now here's the fourth question is what is the best business to start right now? Okay, so the best business to start right now is the business that resonates best with your values and who you are as a person. So many people wanna say, okay, this is big or this is hot. And all that's true, but if it doesn't resonate with you, if it doesn't resonate with your values or it's not super important to you, it doesn't matter how hot it is. What is it that you could do or that you could talk about for 30 minutes straight without preparing and you can just go? What is that that you could do? It doesn't matter if you could talk about gaming, if you could talk about relationships, maybe you could talk about gardening, whatever it may be. What is it that you love to talk about? I guarantee you there is income in nearly everything. Now, I'm not going to say everything, but in nearly everything, there is a way to monetize. So first, just think about what resonates best with you. Okay, now here's the fourth question. What does it take to be a successful entrepreneur? Oh, this is a great question. Okay, so I'm gonna talk about the anatomy of a successful entrepreneur. So you need to have the brains that is giving more content than what you're consuming. So whatever you consume, give it out and give out more. And 
Think of wonderful ideas, read, mentally grow. Most importantly, we must have an intentional mind. What is it that you plan on doing every day? Ask yourself, what are my intentions for the day? So you need to have a mind that is constantly growing and a mind that is constantly giving of that knowledge that it has grown from. So you consume and you give and then you consume and they go hand in hand. You need the eyes to look for opportunities and not just opportunities, but look for collaborations and insight and look for relationships. So key to build relationships, not just on what you can get from them, but build relationships that you can, what can you give back to them? And a lot of times we're giving and we don't realize what we receive. And there's a book that is called delivering happiness. It's so interesting how the author speaks about connections in networking and not networking to just connect with people for your growth or business, but just connecting with them because you have general interest in them. And before you know it, within a couple of years or something like that, you'll find ways that you didn't you never imagine that knowing this person now connects you with that person and that person connects you with this person. And it all started out very genuine, not looking for what can I get out of this deal? It's how can I be genuine and just get to know this person for who they are and give to them as you would freely receive as well. Okay, so we need a heart full of passion. We need a heart and spirit, and we need to have love for yourself and others. When you are looking at becoming an entrepreneur, you're looking at fixing or helping somebody fix a problem, take care of a problem. You are not looking to just get rich, hopefully not, because most businesses that set up and start out that way don't last. It's the businesses who actually want to solve a problem, who may have had this problem themselves, or who may know somebody who had the problem, or they may enjoy whatever it is that they're fixing for somebody else or correcting for someone else or helping someone else do. So having a heart full of passion and love for yourself and others is what I would say. I would also say you'd have to have the stomach that you can trust your gut to just do it. Use your intuition. Sometimes that this is going to be difficult, but all you have to do is hire that coach. All you have to do is wake up an hour earlier. All you have to do is, is make that phone call. Whatever it is you have to do, you have to trust your gut and move through it. Also, you'd have to have the hands to write the vision. Again, we're going back to writing, to journal your thoughts and to reflect on your day. Have the hands that's willing to, to create and mold those dreams. Have the hands that are pliable and flexible. Also have the thick skin to reject the negativity and reflect on the positivity. Have that thick skin that whenever you feel like you're going the wrong direction, that you can stop and pivot and you can go the right direction. And then have the feet, the dancing feet to celebrate those wins. It's so important to celebrate wins because we don't do that enough. Typically as entrepreneurs, we just keep going. We put our heads down and we keep going and going and we don't take time to celebrate tiny wins. Did you get one person signed on to your email list? Did you get one phone call today? Did you get one DM today? 
whatever it may be, celebrate those wins. Even if you aren't ready to become an entrepreneur just yet, start celebrating the tiny wins. Did you get the content together for your website? Did you start doing some graphics? Did you make some calls? Celebrate those wins. So guys, uh, moving on to the sixth question. I am always feeling like I'm behind. What do I do? Oh my goodness, this is a great question. Okay, so a lot of times there's toxic productivity that's included in that feeling behind because you're going and you just aren't getting where you need to go. And a lot of times it's because we're doing too much. So the first thing I would say is do less. Do what moves the needle only right now, do less. And it's so important that you do what's most important to you. And this doesn't mean that that you stop doing everything in life, but focus on doing more of the things that you love, do more of the things that you like and less of the things that you dislike and the things that you hate doing. Figure out ways to delegate or maybe if you like if you like doing graphic design but hate writing, find a friend that loves writing that needs help with their graphic design. Figure out ways to do more of what you love while you're still getting done the things that you need to get done. Maybe you could talk to a friend or even be very creative and find someone in one of your groups on Facebook or a networking group that you're maybe a part of and say, I love gardening, but I hate cooking. Who loves cooking? but hates gardening and figure out a way that you can maybe go over and do some of their gardening and they can do your cooking for a week. How awesome is that? Do more of what you love and integrate rewards. It's so important that you integrate rewards for yourself. So if it always feels like you're behind and you don't like what you're doing, reward yourself for those things that you've done. For example, this goes back to the staying motivated as well. So say you did a little bit of this and you got some of your goals done for the day. Okay, reward yourself. Take 10 minutes, set your timer and get on, go ahead and scroll through. Look at those cat videos you've been wanting to see or take a dance minute or make a phone call to a friend, send a text, reward yourself. It's not really even rewarding yourself. It is doing things that we should do, period. We don't incorporate rewarding ourselves. And so it's also important too that sometimes we're trying to balance life and everything like that. Integrate time with your family. Take lunches with family members. A lot of times we can think of going to lunch with a client or something like that, but we don't take lunch and schedule lunch so much with our kids. Schedule lunch with your kids. Go to their school. If they're not in school and they're at home, schedule just lunch with them. If they are graduated and grown, it doesn't matter. Schedule and make time for that or with your spouse or partners or loved ones. Schedule time and integrate things throughout your day. So if you're like me and it's super tough for you to go back and get going throughout your day once you stopped and maybe had a lunch with a friend or something like that, then that's maybe when you have like your downtime task. So if you're going to go drive to meet them, but you have on your schedule that you want to read a book or you want to get some things done as far as learning, that's a great time for you to pop in an audiobook before or after going to go meet that friend. So you're still reaching the things that you want to get to without overtaxing yourself and feeling like you're constantly going. 
Because, hey, what are you going to do on that drive anyway? What are you going to do? Pick up the phone, talk to a friend, or listen to some music? Figure it out. Sometimes that may be what you want to do, but other times it may be a great opportunity for you to learn something new and improve yourself. The last question is, why should I improve myself? That is that is a wonderful question. Okay, so if you aren't growing, you're dying. It doesn't have to be crazy, but if we don't improve ourselves, we'll be miserable. We'll be sick and probably alone or the people in our lives will probably want to leave us alone. It's one of those things like we're constantly growing. Your hair is constantly growing. Your nails, they're constantly growing. Your nose and ears are constantly growing too. But anyway, plants are constantly growing. If they aren't growing, they're dying. If there's a tree that's outside, it's constantly growing. It doesn't just stop growing. And if it does stop growing, it's dying. And that's how we are. So guys, it's so important that we continue to grow, that we continue to take ourselves to the highest level of ourselves that we possibly can, just so we can be more, more healthy, happy, joyful individuals that aren't just sitting on the sidelines of life, but we're taking life by, we're taking life head on and enjoying every bit of it. Nobody wants to look back and regret the things that they could have done or the things they could have been. Nobody wants to be hopeful for things that seem hopeless, but you would never know if you don't continue to grow. So guys, I encourage you to go to www.totalfitbosschick.com backslash one day at a time and get your daily planner. Like I said, or maybe you need help with habits. Please go to www.totalfitbosschick.com backslash the habit builder toolkit and get your habit builder toolkit. When I tell you guys, you will be so glad that you're making an investment in yourself and making an investment in your life. That daily planner is 100% free. And I would love for you to take the time and take yourself to the next level. If you guys enjoyed this podcast, let me know. There's more questions that are coming from you and I'd love to keep answering them. So please feel free to send me an email or a DM and All the information will be in the show notes and let me know what questions you have because I'd love to answer them. Bye for now. As always, thanks for listening. And if you got value out of the show, please show us some love and rate us by going to ratethispodcast.com backslash Total Fit Boss Chick. You're listening to the Total Fit Boss Chick podcast. Bye for now.